0: All right, before we get started, I want to shout out a couple of companies that I have the uh, opportunity to work with, a couple of products that I enjoy using. All right, first up, the Onyx Hunt app. It is the number one GPS hunting app out there. Know where you stand while using this app, literally. All right, Um, with a whole bunch of great features, Um, the Onyx Hunt app is a great scouting tool, whether it be while you've actually got boots on the ground or doing e-scouting at home. So you can start out e-scouting at home on your laptop, You know, just visit www.onexmaps.com, um, do some scouting, figure out some spots that you might wanna take a look at. And then once you've got boots on the ground, basically all that information can be transferred to your mobile device. So the Onyx Hunt app is available for Android devices, Apple devices, whatever you may have. Um, They've got it. It's available for your mobile device and whatever um, markers or um, what do you call it? Um, Why did I forget the term? I'm sorry. So whatever pins, there you go. Whatever pins you drop while you're using on, on your laptop or a home computer um, will then the information will transfer to your mobile device and vice versa. When you've got boots on the ground and you're able to confirm some things, if anything needs to be changed. Uh, whatever changes you make on your mobile, your mobile device will in turn be saved and you can see at home on your desktop or laptop. All right. Again, Onyx Hunt, know where you stand. Uh, next up, Afflicted Broadheads. Uh, afflicted Broadheads are, to be uh, totally honest, the only Broadheads I've ever shot. And um, for me, there's no reason for me to mess with anything else because they work. You know what I'm saying? I killed my first turkey with an afflicted broadhead last year. Um, I used them for my deer hunt, um, even though I didn't kill anything. I actually planted um, you know, my arrow and broadhead into a tree after I missed a shot on a doe. And I was able to pull that, um, that arrow and broadhead right out of the tree. And while the arrow was uh, straight bucked, um, I'm not using the F word because my daughter's in the room while I'm recording. <laughs> um, what do you call it? So while my arrow was straight messed up, the broadhead was uh, still in perfect condition, still sharp. I'm actually using this broadhead for my spring turkey hunt. So looking forward to take another gobbler down this spring. Again, that is Afflicted Broadheads. Check them out at www.afflictorbroadheads.com. And last but not least, Nor'easter Game Calls. When you absolutely, positively want to get them in close, except no substitutes, all right? Um, I was lucky enough to partner with Mark over at Nor'easter Game Calls with getting my logo on a couple of um, pot calls and box calls, all right? Just in time for turkey season. If you haven't gotten yours yet, hey, what are you waiting for? Go ahead and get yours. Mark puts out some beautiful, beautiful pieces, um, you know, I was able to, well, he was able to create uh, pot calls in my logo color, red, white, and black. Um, and they sound great. Um, I was able to participate in Backcountry Hunters Backcountry hunters and Anglers. Backcountry Hunters and Anglers Strutting and Clucking, Turkey Calling Classic a couple weeks ago. Um, and... I uh, made it pretty far, though I didn't win my uh my chapters competition. I still had fun with it, learned a lot of different calls and got really uh, got a whole lot better with using um when it came to using my pot call. So check him out on Instagram at nor'easter game calls so you can see a lot of stuff that he's working on. Um he even makes knives, he makes jewelry, hint hint, Mother's Day is right around the corner. Um and uh if you don't check him out on Instagram, check out his website www.northeastergamecalls.com. Get them in close. Alright, so the spring turkey season is almost in full effect here in New York. Um, it is kicking off actually, um, well, the season runs from May 1st to May 31st here, but it is uh, the unofficial start um, is this weekend, uh, Saturday, April 24th and Sunday, April 25th with the spring youth hunt. All right. Hunters from 12 to 15 years of age are eligible and must hold a hunting license and a turkey permit. All right. So meaning as long as you've got those licenses and are 12 to 15 years of age you can hunt some gobblers this weekend the 24th and the 25th um kids 12 to 13 years of age have to be accompanied by a parent or a legal guardian or an adult um 20 years of age 21 years of age or older Um, with written permission from their parent or legal guardian. So your mom, your dad, or legal guardian can take you. And if it's not one of them, then, uh, whatever adult 21 years of older, uh, they need to have written permission to be taking you. That's if you're 12 or 13. Now, if you're 14 or 15 years old, again, uh, you've got to be in comp- accompanied by a parent, legal guardian, or adult over the age of 18 years old, um, who, again, that person who's 18 years or older, they've got to have written permission from your parent or legal guardian. Now, not only does that 12 to 15 year old have to be eligible to hunt um, by having a, a hunting license and a turkey license, but... The adult that is basically chaperoning these kids or uh, one kid, whatever it is, the 12 to 15 year old must have a current hunting license and a uh, turkey permit as well. Now, the adult can assist the youth hunter um, by calling, but they can't carry a firearm, bow, crossbow or kill or attempt to kill a wild turkey during the youth hunt so it's all about the kids y'all all right now shooting hours are from one half hour before sunrise to noon just like it is for the adults um and youth turkey hunt is taking place in all parts of upstate new york north of the bronx westchester county boundary and in suffolk county let's see if i read that right yeah so basically everywhere in new york except new york city none of because none of the five boroughs of new york city permit hunting all right now the bag limit for the youth weekend is one bearded bird um let's see yep so the bag limit for the youth weekend one turkey all right one bearded bird all right doesn't say one tom one jake but one bearded bird so if you are a hunting adult with a child interested in hunting turkeys in new york state remember this weekend saturday april 24th and sunday april 25th is the spring youth hunt they've just got to be 12 to 15 years of age with a valid hunting license and a valid turkey permit and remember whoever is basically chaperoning them must have the same a a current hunting license and turkey permit as well and the adult that is chaperoning can only assist in the calling they cannot be carrying a weapon of any kind can't attempt to kill nothing it's all about the kids now the adult season um full-blown season like i said is running from may 1st to may 31st um hunting is uh basically permitted in what do you call it? everywhere, you know, say except for you know, paperwork saying except for New York City and Long Island. Um, I thought there was turkey hunting a lot on Long Island, I could be wrong. Um, but as always, you got to have a valid hunting permit and a, a hunting license and a valid turkey hunting permit, all right. Um, just like the kids' weekend, um, the hunting hours from May 1st to May 31st is going to be from one half hour before sunrise to noon each day. I am excited. Um, I you Know, I my first and only bow hunting kill to date is the one turkey I uh, shot last year with my bow. Um, now bag limit is two bearded turkeys, one per day. So, meaning if I'm lucky, I'm gonna go one out one day, shoot a bird, go out a second day, and tag out. That's what all we can hope for. All right, so good luck to any and everyone heading out for the spring youth hunt this weekend and to anyone heading out. Any day in May, happy hunting y'all. What up, what up, what up, everybody? Happy Friday, and welcome to episode 58 of When the Hunt Calls, the only hunting podcast hosted by a middle aged black guy from New York City. And I am said black guy, your host, Cliff Cadet. What's going on, everybody? So, like I said, happy Friday. Um, I made the executive decision to start dropping these podcasts on Friday, all right? Um, I thought it would be cool to start doing that because. It would give you guys a chance either Friday mornings or Friday during the day to, you know, something different to listen to. I know other podcasts uh, drop early in the week Um, and especially with the spring hunting season. If it's not already in full swing in your city and or state, um, it might be coming up and it'll give you something to listen to those early morning rides on your way to. To your hunting camp or on the way home after a successful hunt um, You know what I'm saying So hopefully you guys, you know, enjoy it. Um, if it If it is your first time tuning in to the podcast I truly appreciate you taking the chance to listen I truly hope you enjoy the interview If you are a return listener, a regular subscriber I appreciate you just a little bit more um, And I hope you enjoy the conversation too So my guest today is a return guest. Actually, I had him on last year episodes, I believe, thirteen and fourteen. Um, I I gotta be, I gotta go ahead and double check that, but I believe it's episodes thirteen and fourteen, uh, last year. My guest was Dr. Cade Wilson. Um, Dr. Wilson, um, or Cade, as I call him, is uh, a veterinarian out in Oklahoma um really good dude and last year last April uh before my first turkey hunt um Cade was really cool about coming on here and speaking to me about turkey hunting tactics um we got really good reception um positive feedback from a lot of the the listeners for that episode so much so and and not only that but I had still had some questions that I brought him back the next episode um you know what I'm saying to ask him those questions so I wanted to bring him back. I wanted to bring him back this episode just to catch up with him. Um, you know what I'm saying cuz he recently celebrated a birthday in which uh, on which he went that day he went turkey hunting. Um, and he's gone turkey hunting twice in the last couple of weeks to be, you know, to be specific. And um I wanted to hear about that, wanted to, you know, learn, you know, how the turkey hunting went, um, you know, how they do um, did he enjoy it? You know the usual spiel. Um, and then also, um, the dude works with Phone Scope. Um, if you're not familiar with what Phone Scope is, uh, you'll definitely learn about it during this interview. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, here's this episode of When the Hunt Calls with my guest, Dr. Cade Wilson. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, please join me in welcoming back Dr. Cade. Wilson what's going on brother
1: not much man it's good to, good to be on here with you again it's been too yeah, long Yeah,
0: man definitely definitely I mean we we've exchanged some text messages and dms and whatnot but it's been uh, we haven't gotten the opportunity to kind of catch up like this um since last year basically pretty much yes sir yep um now just like I, I mentioned in the intro to uh, my listeners you were on um Two episodes with me last year Um, One basically where you offered A wealth of turkey hunting tactics And after that I did a a following Episode with you where I kind of had more questions Afterwards Um, I am happy To say uh, I mean and you know this That after because we spoke um, Back in April I was able to go out in May uh, You know spring turkey season here in New York And I was able to kill myself a bird So uh, thank you because You and definitely With my mentor the um the information you shared with me in those episodes definitely led to me being able to get that
1: turkey well that day you called me right after that <laughs> yeah it was a fun phone call so i i knew i couldn't be there but i was there in spirit so i really i really enjoyed that so thank you no nah, no nah, man
0: thank you sir and um i'm looking for i'm looking to pay it forward, as a matter of fact, this weekend with um, meeting with a bunch of um, newer turkey hunters who are actually from my city as well. um So I'm definitely going to encourage them to listen to those episodes you shared. Because what we're going to do is this weekend is we're going to, um, you know, practice. Uh, not practice. We're going to scout turkeys, uh, practice some turkey calling, and shoot our bows. But I'm probably, I'm definitely going to recommend that they listen to the episode like i said where you shared uh, all the hunting tactics so definitely a must listen
1: well they know and you know this but if they have anything they can always dm me too and i'll i'll answer any questions i'll help anybody i can and and i'm glad to hear you're like you said paying it forward i think that's a little bit about what it's what it's about is 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 um recruiting those people because if we don't have people that like this stuff we won't have it someday so i think that's important
0: Agreed. Agreed. Now, I wanted to have you back on today, um, not necessarily to talk about hunting tactics and such, but um, Mm -hmm. I definitely wanted to have you back on today because you recently celebrated a birthday, correct? Yes, sir. Correct. Happy belated birthday, my brother.
1: Yep. And a whole nother year. I'd be even better. (laughs) So now on that day,
0: you actually uh, you actually um, accomplished something, did you not?
1: Oh, yes, sir. Yep.
0: All right. You mind sharing that with us?
1: Oh, sure. Well, what what Cliff's talking about is I did uh, harvest a really nice turkey on my birthday. And that's kind of been my thing for a long, long time. I That day, um, which is April 12th, I do everything I can in my ability to turkey hunt that day. And, and since I was 18, the day I turned 18, um, I've missed one day there's only one day I didn't go turkey hunting and that was a weird day but um but of all those days I've only missed two days where myself or somebody I was sitting with killed a turkey so I think the number I think I'm like 25 out of 27 years on that day I got to watch a turkey get harvested it's a pretty good, that's a pretty good average. Um, you know, there's, you're never guaranteed good weather or anything on that day, of course, but, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and there's been some really weird days and there's been some, um, there's been some close calls to, to not pulling that off, but that's, it's going to, there's going to be a day in my life where it doesn't work and I'm already sad for that someday, but uh, <laughs> It's a fun thing, and and, um, as my kids get bigger, I hope that they can – it'll fall on days that they can go with me. But, man, more times than not anymore with life, I'm a solo hunter. I go a lot by myself. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, when it's it's really going, my kids go with me. And, uh, Cliff, you've got kids Mm -hmm. uh, about the same age as mine. I think yours is 13 and 9, and mine's 12 and 10. Mm Mm-hmm. So when you take them in the outdoors, I just go to have fun. I'm not expecting a whole lot. And, and I'm hopeful that we're successful. But when I go by myself, it's all business. And uh, that day started out uh, not so great. It was at daylight. It was so windy. I mean, it was just unbelievably windy. Mm-hmm. And you know now, you know, turkeys and wind – it's not a great combination because you can't hear them and they can't hear you and it's not going to go well. Mm -hmm. And so I went and walked and called and tried all the different spots that I thought would be good. And I did, you know, work back a little bit and I could never figure out exactly where he was at in the wind. And he didn't seem like he really wanted to do it, you know? And I I knew it was an older Tom because I'd I'd worked him before and he Mm -hmm. had. And so as I sat there and the morning was progressing and it wasn't the weather wasn't getting better. My wife and I had talked about maybe going to lunch that day. And so I'm sitting there thinking about, okay, I can sit here and try to kill this turkey, uh, which doesn't look very likely at the moment. Or I can go to lunch with my wife. And, and that sounded better and better for many reasons. Mm-hmm. And I thought, man, if I can do that, I don't have a, a ton going on midday. I did have a baseball game I had to coach that evening. So I wouldn't, I could not hunt in the evening, but I thought I'm going to lunch. I'm just going to be a good husband the day and we'll see what the day, what the day does. So I went to an early lunch and then, As soon as we got done eating, I thought she had to go back to work. And I'm like, and the weather is starting to look a little better. I'm going to drive right back to where I heard that turkey this morning. And maybe those hens had left him and maybe just maybe it'll work. And I got there. And the one thing I will tell you, and I don't know if we talked about this before, but when you decide to call to a turkey, be okay with that being the spot that you it all goes down. You know, know where you're gonna sit. If he gobbles back, know <laughs> be ready. And so I walked before I got out, I got out of my truck and I started to call. I'm like, no, I'm gonna walk down this lane a little bit to where if he gobbles, I can do it right there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's how it worked out. I I called he cut me off. He gobbled before I was even done with my call, and I thought, "Oop, I got to sit down." And it was one of those hunts that was just minutes long. It wasn't hours long. It was minutes long. And here he came. He wanted to do it. He was lonely, and I was so thankful to see him. He uh, he was a smart son of a gun. He walked up there. Now you're a bow hunter, and, mm-hmm. and I bow hunt, but I, I shotgun hunt turkeys. 99% of the time. And, um, I'm so thankful I had that shotgun cause he walked up there and he, as soon as he got to where I'm like, okay, anytime now he's close enough, he stopped. And we call that, you know, getting hung up. They hang mm-hmm. on the side. This is as far as I'm going. And he gobbled and he gobbled and he gobbled. And for whatever reason, he didn't see me. I know he didn't see me. I do not know what he didn't like but he stopped and he turned around and he was going to walk away. Mm -hmm. But fortunately he got way too close before he decided his line was close enough. And so, so I, I shot him out about 50 yards and I was happy. I got a lucky BB to do its job. And, and I was very thankful. My brothers called me out. They watched my little video on, on, uh, Instagram and, uh, they, They said it didn't look windy enough when I was complaining about the wind in my video, but I promise that (laughs) it was windy that morning. So, But, no, I was so thankful for that uh, to work yet again and to be lucky enough to to find the turkey and and pull it off.
0: Awesome. Congrats on that because – it's, I, I, I know the, the hardships of the wind because my first turkey hunt last year that happened like, as the sun was coming up, the wind was was brutal. yeah, it was howling and I mean to the point the trees were swaying back and forth like like nothing. So yeah. um, but as uh, the sun got you know as the morning progressed, it basically the wind died down and you know we were able to hear uh, these turkeys kind of gobble back. But um, I've got to ask. So, in terms of in the morning, mm-hmm. right? So you just committed to the one spot, like you you didn't choose to move or anything like that.
1: I, I moved. No, no, no. Okay. I, I, I'm a. I like to move around, and especially on windy days, if you can conceal yourself, then I think you're more than, uh, you should move around so that you can get closer to those turkeys that may be hearing you, and we're and we're gobbling back. I, I know. Here, uh, in a lot of places I hunt, I can see a long ways, you know, hundreds and hundreds of yards. Good. And, um, just the other day, one of those windy days I was hunting, I could see a Tom strutting on a hillside and I would call, I could watch him through my binoculars and I would watch him gobble, but I could not hear him. And I always wonder how many times is that occurring? The turkeys that you can't hear are hearing you. And so I I think moving within reason, you know, not giving yourself up to you because if they see you, the game's over. Mm -hmm. No, I like to, I like to, you know, if I can walk and call uh, to the different areas that I've seen turkeys and I've got multiple properties that, that I can, I've got really three properties that I turkey hunt on. And two of them are fairly close. You know, they're within fifteen minutes of each other. So if one's not working, then I go to the other one and, and try it. And uh, but no, I, I like to move.
0: Hello?
1: Hello, you still there? Oh,
0: sorry. Yeah, yeah, I thought we got cut off for a second.
1: But no, I, I I like to move around for sure.
0: Got it, got it. So now let me ask, when you when you um were you know, you went out in the afternoon after lunch and, and you're, you're committing to a spot where you've got this, you've got this Tom's attention Mm -hmm. and he's gobbling. Do you have enough time? Like, do you set up a decoy or anything like that? Once you've committed to a spot or do you just go ahead and take a seat and just rely on your calling?
1: In this case, it was just sit and rely on my calling. Um, I do carry a decoy and sometimes I carry multiple decoys and it really just depends on the scenario. If, if I'm going to sit in a place like a likely spot, you know, it's mid-morning, and I'm just going to say, well, I'm just going to cough a little bit and see if a tom will, will sneak in on me. Because you'll get these sub-dominant toms, these two-year-old turkeys a lot of times, that there may be an older tom that's beat them up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And they're interested in coming in. They just don't want to get in a fight. And so it. they may come in quiet. And so if I, if I have a scenario that I think that might be, that might be the case, then, then I might set out a decoy, maybe just a hen or a Jake decoy so that they come in and think, well, I can take that one, you know, and take this hen away, Mm -hmm. but also get turkeys that the decoys, they've seen that game or they're afraid of the Tom decoy of some case. And so that may be bad. I had that happen. Uh this year already I had a turkey that that I thought it would work on. And I had taken my son and for it was gonna be a turkey he was gonna harvest. And that time walked up there, saw the Jake decoy, saw my hen decoy, and turned around and walked away. And I'm like, I still don't exactly know because he was a dominant turkey. I don't know why that occurred. Maybe there's a neighbor that's turkey hunting and it, he's seen a similar look um but there are times that decoys can hurt you and you kind of sometimes it's luck sometimes it's just getting the taking the temperature of that turkey just knowing what he's like you know hearing this gobble, know what he's doing and thinking okay this is gonna a decoy is gonna help me um more times than not i think from my experience a hen decoy is way safer Because he's Mm -hmm. there looking for a hen, and if he sees her, then sometimes that'll pull him in just a little bit closer, maybe even keep his eyes on the hen, so if you're a bow hunter, you can pull that bow back. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there's times where I've seen decoys not do well, you know, hurt hurt me. Um, You know, so it's a gamble to use them. It's sometimes it's you wish you had it, but... Mm -hmm. I think more often than not, a hen decoy will be helpful for you. Uh, it just so happens that, um, you know, I've killed two turkeys this spring. One turkey, that one in particular mm. earlier, no decoy. And I actually harvested a turkey yesterday and yes. yesterday had the decoy with me and out. And it helped me. I mean, he saw her and here he came. And so um, so I, it just depends on the, on the situation.
0: Got it. Now let me ask real quick um, about the first turkey, right? Because um, we touched on it a little bit on my post a couple of days ago, on uh, my Instagram post. Um, what any stats you could give me on that the first bird? Like um, I saw you measuring, I saw a picture of you measuring your yep, beard yep, yep, yep. and stuff like that.
1: So that that my birthday turkey, he had a uh, right out of an eleven inch beard. Wow. He had, I think he had inch and a quarter spurs, if I remember that right. Mm. And was a, I wish I would have weighed him. We used to have to weigh our turkeys in Oklahoma when we checked them in. And now you Mm -hmm. don't. And I tend to not. But I didn't have a scale that day. And I wish I would have. Because he was a really, really heavy turkey. So I wish I knew that number. Uh, My second turkey, I didn't even measure his beard yet. Now that you said that. But Mm -hmm. he's going to be a 10 plus for sure inch beard. He had what I'd call is kind of compact spurs. I bet they're just a little bit over an inch, but they are really sharp. I mean, I think he was a three-year-old turkey as well uh, because he had all the, the markings of that. And um, But two really, really nice turkeys that I'm very thankful for. And, man, I, I don't know about everywhere in Oklahoma. I've got friends all over, but our turkey population is just a little bit off and. And um, all my spots have turkeys, just not like they've been before. And so I even posted yesterday that I I don't know that I'll, you know, kill another turkey this year. I definitely want to take my kids. Jack has had some bad luck. My son, he's had two opportunities and somehow we've come away with no turkeys from that. Mm. And uh, I still want to get him one. My daughter has been wishy-washy. (laughs) I wanted to go, and this morning she told me she wants to go, and I'm like, well, it's the middle of turkey season, so you kind of got to decide, and so if they want to go, I don't want to be shooting the turkeys that they might, and so I'm going to, I'm probably going to call myself off a little bit and and work really hard to get them both one, and then if the the turkeys are doing good, and I think that it won't hurt my future turkey hunting, then. Then I'll put myself back in the game, but I, I love turkeys and I love turkey hunting. And so I don't want to feel like I'm the problem and I don't, you know, I like going, I like seeing them. I like hearing them mm-hmm. it, it's good for my soul. And so, um, I'm going to, I'm going to give them a little bit of a, a break for me personally for a little while.
0: What's, what's the bag limit for you guys out there?
1: So Oklahoma is three turkeys, but it's one per county, and so you've got to you've got to have multiple spots. Now local where I live, mm. within within a drive, there are multiple places that are public hunting, and so I use those, and and so that I can have these other counties that I can go turkey hunting. Uh, two of my spots are in the county I live in my my family's property is in the next county so there's two right there and Mm. then the most of the public hunting close to me is in a different county so i just i just do whatever i can to keep playing the game nice nice
0: that's awesome man congrats on on you know that success and and i really really like the idea of you know you taking your kids out. I've seen, you know, the pictures and videos of that before. And I like how you handle it. It kind of like a no pressure type of deal. Kind of like let them. Yeah. Like let them know what the timeline is. So ultimately, when they make the decision, they know if it's too late, that's on them. You know what I'm saying? Because so they're old enough to understand that. So that's really cool. I commend you on that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I uh, I love that they like to go. My son would go every day. He's he's in. My daughter, now she'll go from, um, oh my gosh, I want to go turkey hunting so bad to not. And I'm like, what is going on here? But, uh, she's a, she's a very, for a, for a 10 year old kid, she'll be 10 in a month. She's a pretty accomplished little hunter. She had a, she shot a really good buck this last fall. And yes, I've seen that. Uh, and she's the luckiest little, you know, whatever to do it. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, She shot some good turkeys through the years. And so I just, there is no pressure. I want them to go. I want them to like it. I don't want them ever to say, man, I wish my dad wouldn't have made me get up, you know, and and go deer hunting or turkey hunting or duck hunting or whatever. Now they do know donuts are usually in the mix. (laughs) Sometimes I think she goes just for the donut, but that's okay because, um, we're not just turkey hunting or deer hunting. We're spending time together and 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 making some memories, and hopefully they're good ones. In most times, but no, it's I I want it to be fun every time, and I want it to be fun for me because if you're dragging them around, that's no fun for anybody. So, I agree. but yeah, I agree. I'm I'm looking forward to someday us chase a turkey or do something together. That'd be fun for me too.
0: No, definitely, definitely looking forward to that as well. All right, man. Well, you know what I wanted to do. I wanted to, I because I don't think we touched on this a year ago when we we first interviewed. I think the focus of those episodes was strictly turkey hunting. Right. But I I wanted you to touch on, if you don't mind, um, the work you do with um, phone scope.
1: Sure. Yeah, we could. Uh, we'd love to do that. So yeah,
0: like let my listeners know exactly what is phone scope.
1: All right. And, and yeah, well, I'll give you a little backstory. So everybody, most of the people who've listened to my two podcasts with you last year, and, and probably you'll give you intro about it this year, is that uh, by trade, I'm a veterinarian, and I have a veterinary office here in Oklahoma, and majority of my life is being a veterinarian, And uh, but I'm an outdoorsman. Obviously, I wouldn't be talking here, and years ago, man, it's been probably six now, I was going on a trip with my with my dad and brothers and we were going to be seeing a lot of wildlife. my kids were too young to really be involved with that and so Mm -hmm. I was looking for a way to share with them what I was going to see on this trip and I was taking my spotting scope and my binoculars and we're we're going to look mostly for elk but there'd be other things and I was looking for a phone attachment to film through my spotting scope. I'd heard about them, and there was a couple of different options. But I settled on uh, a phone case from PhoneScope. And I I decided on that because it looked the toughest. And anybody that knows me, and my brothers will attest to this, and dad, is that I am hard on equipment. There is no Mm. doubt about it i am going to rough some stuff up and so i wanted something to try to you know withstand being in my pocket and so that's why i settled on phone scope and so i bought a, a phone case i bought a spotting scope attachment and off i went to colorado and it filmed all kinds of wildlife elk and bears and deer and all kinds of cool stuff that i brought back and and got to share with with my family and I found it so awesome. And um, on that drive home is actually when I thought up uh, the attachment that we have now designed for a microscope. And mm. so my work with PhoneScope has now turned into a separate company. I don't think you and I have ever talked about this. Mm-mm. We have formed a company that literally is days away from being launched and it's called scoped micro. And so we utilize the same cases for a phone, but instead of the adapter to go to a microscope or binocular, we have an adapter that now goes to microscopes. And so that in my line of work or anybody's line of work that uses the microscope, it now opens that world into not only be able to film or take pictures, but we have an app that we have made to make that even better to share data real time essentially zoom meetings for your microscope and wow. so what that's turned into and that could be a different talk for a different day but phone scope phone scope's main thing is that we have phone cases that'll make match pretty much any phone there's a few weird ones out there that there just hadn't been enough demand for mm-hmm. and and whatever your optics are your binoculars your spotting scope even your rifle scope we have attachments for that that you can be filming right down the right down the tube and um, I use that you know in Oklahoma I don't do a whole lot of spotting scopes but I use my binoculars every hunt and so I film a lot of wildlife on my hunts that I don't have to shoot I just bring them home on a video um, with my kids Nine times out of 10, if one of my kids is getting ready to pull the trigger on something, I've got my phone scope on my phone, on my binoculars, videoing the shot, you know, meaning not of them, but Mm -hmm. of the animal so that whenever, whenever all heck breaks loose and the animal runs away, we will just go back, look at the video on my phone Mm -hmm. and we know, okay, that looks really good. Or, well, that was a miss or, Hey, we need to give this one a little time, man. That's been really valuable to me as a dad to know, do we need to go eat lunch five hours or, or we get to go look for a deer right now. And, uh, it is like one of the coolest things that I have. We also at my house, we use it to, uh, in the summertime, especially, we video like um, the moon. We'll zoom in on different constellations. My kids and all their friends like to look at Saturn. We'll use it on my spotting scope and look at the rings of Saturn, literally through my phone. Uh, the moons of Jupiter. So, yeah, it's a it's a hunting company, but we use it for anything that optics can be pulled out of the drawer for. Um, I've got some friends that film their kids' football games using it now that i've got them. oh them wow because nice. they just take their finos and and they can zoom in and and it make it a little closer for their videos but but that's what phone scope is it's a it's a company that's been around now oh i think they they were established around 2010 so they're about 11 years old and uh they've got different they've got some different companies under them pyro putty is one of their mm-hmm. other companies which is a
0: oh, pyro. Pyro Putty is something I'm familiar with. I've definitely seen it, that brand out so, there.
1: So, so Pyro Putty is going by Phone Scope. Uh, oh, Scope. nice! And then they've got uh, they've got a a custom gun shop. It's called Boring Rifles. Mm-hmm. They're pretty. They're pretty amazing. And then uh, they've got a hydrographic team as well. Like they dip the camo on different things. Oh, uh, nice! So that's that's their four main entities um i've got a few other things but those are the things that outdoorsmen would really enjoy but scope industries is the parent and then all these other things are under the phone scopes the, the headliner for sure
0: got it well quick plug uh for mm-hmm. those of you uh for those of you fathers out there uh You've lost track of time. Mother's Day is just around the corner. So if your wife is an avid outdoors person and likes to take the little ones out with her, Phone Scope would make an awesome Mother's Day gift. And uh, for any moms listening, uh, I know nobody really thinks of us that much when uh, <laughs> Father's Day rolls around in June. But still something uh, you, know, yeah. you guys can keep in mind for the, the hunting there, dad in your life.
1: There is no doubt. There is literally no doubt. When I go to the woods if i don't have it with me <laughs> mm-hmm. i'll turn around because i i have too much fun having that in, in my truck and so um i have while well, we're i mean if you're going to give a plug so cw10 so cw10 uh is a discount code that you can use for 10 percent off
0: oh so nice nice go Thank ahead you.
1: Go ahead and plug that too. And and that way if, if somebody's interested, that'll give them a little bit, you know, percentage off just for incentive, maybe to to do it. But I promise you won't be you won't be disappointed at all.
0: I'll and, definitely pass that
1: on. And it's a hundred percent guaranteed. If something happens, it's kind of like vortex. If you break it or if it doesn't work, you, we'll make it right. So it's nice. Uh, that's one thing I love about those guys, is it's 100 percent satisfaction guaranteed it's a, it's a really 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 great thing nice
0: nice all right brother listen um thank you for joining me um and just like I think the the last interviews last year it was on uh, my lunch break oh uh, but I think it's a, a break for you as well yep. uh, yeah, from work
1: yep that's exactly right
0: so. yeah so thank you for again for taking the time out to speak with me um I really hope uh you've you've had You've taken two birds down so far this season. How much time is left in your season?
1: We're about halfway through. So yours ends May. Our yours begins May first, correct?
0: Yeah, May first to thirty first. Yeah.
1: So ours ends May sixth. So we just a little little bit of an overlap there, but so we're about halfway through. I think uh, we may be more than halfway through. Yeah, we're more than halfway through. So we'll see. I've got a family trip this weekend. Mm-hmm. and so this weekend's probably out so it's getting it's getting close
0: got it really well listen well listen i hope you're able to take your 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 son and or daughter out with you you know what i'm saying if your <laughs> daughter makes up her mind um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. if not i hope you're able to get out there and you know and uh basically tag out for the season
1: well we're gonna we're gonna have some fun we're gonna jack and i for sure are gonna chase him and uh we'll we just need one unlucky one we've got We've come up against two really lucky ones, so I'm ready for the, I'm ready for the luck to switch to our side.
0: Got it, got it.
1: Hey, Clint, all right, I, brother.
0: I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't catch that.
1: I said, well, I've enjoyed it again. So anytime. Uh,
0: here, same here, same here. Listen, brother, stay blessed.
1: You too. See you.
0: All right folks, um want to say thank you to Dr. Cade Wilson. Uh hope you guys enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. Um thanks again to Cade and Foldscope for the generosity that hook up with the phone scope discount. Remember to use The code CW10, that's CW10, for 10% off your purchase on the PhoneScope website. So remember, um, PhoneScope, great, great device. Um, It's a phone case uh, you put on your phone and then an attachment that helps attach your phone to whatever sort of optics you're using like a scope or binoculars or anything like that that you can use whenever you're glassing out in the field again that discount code is cw10cw10 for a 10% discount on the phone scope phone scope website thanks again cade and thank you again phone scope all right so folks again i hope you guys enjoyed that conversation um listen I'd really appreciate it. In on whatever platform you're using to uh, listen to this podcast, you head over to the review section and hook a brother up with a five star rating. And if you're truly feeling generous, hook me up with a dope review as well. OK, so um, now, oh, I'd be wrong um, if I didn't correct myself. Now, earlier in the intro um, of the podcast, I had said that it was episodes 13 and 14 that I had interviewed uh, Cade I st- am correcting myself It was actually episode 12 Which is um, Turkey Hunting Tactics with uh, Dr. Cade Wilson And then episode 13 was um, the Q&A with Cade So go ahead um, and listen to those Those were really good episodes I had gotten um, great responses for All right? So as always, y'all stay blessed and remember to respect the journey even when it's not your own.